When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the NFL. What up, party people in the house? It's Dynasty War Games. I'm your host, Jesse Schneeman, and I am here on a Monday, Monday, Sunday morning brunch style with Chad Mendoza, my main man. How are you doing today, Chad? Hello. Yeah, I'm doing good, Jesse. How about yourself, man? I'm uh, I just came back from a good good breakfast. We had some some mimosas and and not much food. <laughs> so nice. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Right on. That's how you do it. Cool. All right, so we're gonna continue what we did last Hello? week. Hello. Did you lose me? So we're gonna continue what we did last week with going over. Our rankings. Can you hear me, Chad? Yikes! All, All right, right. We're bre- we're breaking up quite a bit, so we might we're breaking up quite a bit. I think. Yeah, a little bit. Oh shit! Is it my internet? All right. Let me turn my camera off. See if that helps. Oh, it's a picture of Dallas. All right. <laughs> Does that help at all? Yeah, that's a lot better. Okay, cool. All right. Sorry about that. Maybe my internet is low right now. Because, um, you know, you save your internet up at a little bank, right? And you just use so much of it when you need it. Isn't that how it works? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, sorry about that. Sorry for the technical difficulties starting late we're on brand today on brand as fuck (laughs) Mm -hmm. so we're going to continue what we did last week Uh, we did running backs and quarterbacks uh, with our rankings and this week we're going to do wide receivers and then some tight end let's do it ready yeah ready to dive in all right so um i have chase and jefferson side by side i really have a hard time telling telling like discerning between the two um how about you? How do you, how do you see it? Uh, I have Jefferson above Chase. Um, you know, not by a whole lot, but uh, if if I have Jefferson, I want probably an early second on top to get Chase, um, just because Chase has you know had the injuries. Jefferson's done it longer, um, and I think Jefferson's done it with less. So, you know, you always have the uh, um, you know the injury worries with Burrow too, and and. You know, maybe that's a thing of the past, but I know 
that uh, Jefferson's probably going to get it done with whoever's there at quarterback. Okay, right on. Um, you know, I can see it either way. Uh, the the only little bit of downside I could see with Jefferson is that Kirk Cousins is getting old, so it's an unstable quarterback situation potentially going forward. Um, that's just a dynasty, obviously, for this year. Uh, you know, it's wheels off for Jefferson. But, you know, it it's a, like I said, it's an unstable quarterback situation. Things could change in the future. Can't guarantee that they'll bring in somebody good. Yeah, I don't I just don't think he needs anybody good. I mean, we've seen the elite of the elite wide receivers just be good with whoever's at quarterback, and I think he's one of those guys. Yeah, I agree. He'll be good, but he might not be number one. No, I think he will be. I think I don't think it matters. I think I think it's more about the volume and I mean the just the separation he gets is just unmatched. I mean he's yeah. you know, he's always a yard ahead of whoever's trailing him. So um yeah, I think I think he's a particular case just right for on. me personally. Okay. All right. So three, I have, and this will probably way different on this because I, I, my wide receiver rankings are my wide receiver rankings. I didn't look at anybody else's, so I'm sure that mine are quite a bit different. So third, I have AJB. Fourth, I have Garrett Wilson, and fifth, I have Waddle. So just to defend that a little bit, AJ Brown is just elite. He's got an elite quarterback and an elite offense. Um, Garrett Wilson, again, kind of the same thing. Elite quarterback, elite offense, elite player. Um, And then Waddle, I see, like, I kind of see Waddle and Tyreek, as long as they're together, as interchangeable. But Waddle's younger. So once Tyreek retires in, what, two years, he said? Then, Mm -hmm. I mean, you still, Waddle's still playing, right? Even though I think Tyreek is probably a little better. Like, because nobody's as fast as Tyreek and nobody's as good at what he does. I mean, Tyreek's, I mean, he's, you can make an argument he's the best wide receiver in the league still. So, I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But, um, you know, as far as the, um, as far as the youth goes, that, that's what makes me prop Waddle up a little bit above him. So I'm guessing you have Lamb in your top five. Yes. Okay. Who are, what, who are your three, four, five? So I have um, uh, Lamb, Waddle. No, Lamb, AJ Brown, and then uh, Waddle at, at at five. Oh, okay. So we both have Waddle at five. I didn't think you'd agree with me with that. With that. All right. So yeah, I think Waddle's a better player than Garrett Wilson, and I, mean, I think I... he's been more productive than Garrett Wilson both years he's been in the NFL. So okay, uh, I can see that. So as far as Lamb goes, I mean, I'm, I'm not that far off from you. I have him at six. So I don't hate Lamb or I don't dislike Lamb at all. Um, the only reason I have him below the other players is I think his quarterback's not as good. Plain and simple. You know, he's if he was in – if you replay – if you switched out, like, say, Lamb and Waddle or Lamb and AJB, I would switch them out on my list, right, mm-hmm. because they, he would be in a better offense with a better – uh, better quarterback. Um, let's address this in chat real quick. So Austin Melios asks for Dynasty, who is a better long-term option, A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith? Oh, I think it's A.J. Brown. I, I think it, I, I really like Devontae Smith. I, I like him a lot, especially for his price. Uh, I think he should be up there with, you know, where I have like Alave and, and 
uh, Garrett Wilson. I think he should be up there with those guys, um, mm-hmm. but he's not. You can get him a little bit cheaper. And, yep. yeah, I mean, he's a good 1B in that offense. Uh, A.J. Brown is just A.J. Brown. And, you know, as long as he's number one in that offense and the offense is moving like it's moving, he's still only 25 years old. So it's not like he's a, he's an older, uh, you know, 27, 28-year-old player that right. we're having to, you know, uh, push down a little bit like your, you know, Stefan Diggs or whatever. He, he's still in that kind of age bracket where you're comfortable with him uh, being a long-term asset. Right. I agree. Uh, the only concern with A.J. Brown is uh, uh, will the knees hold up? Yeah. And that's really the only thing. So, yeah, yeah I agree. And even at cost, I'm taking A.J. Brown just because I'm always striving to – for. I'm always trying to find elite players for my lineups. I'm really, you know, when, when it's more of a philosophy kind of thing, but when other people are trying to tear down, I'm trying to see what I can do to tear up it with as little as possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think it's really just going to depend on how, you know, you see their seasons going forward. I mean, there is a world where uh, they both find the top, you know, 12 again this yeah. year and, and, you know, if yeah, you're telling me that I have a top 12 wide receiver at what Devonta Smith's going for right now, then probably rather have Devonta Smith and put a little bit uh, of that, you know, value somewhere else. Uh, because, I mean, A.J. Brown's not scoring that many more points than Devonta Smith at the moment. So it's just, just a projection thing. Yeah, good point. They're both wide receiver. They were both wide receivers once last year. I think uh, Smith came in at 11. All right, so the next five Smith, I have Smith was Smith was nine in PPR. A nine. Okay, my bad. Yeah. So the next five I have are Lamb at six, Alave at seven, Tyreek at eight, Amon Bruh, St. Brown at nine, and DK at ten. So what who any issues with any of those guys there? Say any, that one more time. Lamb, Alave, Tyreek, Amon Bruh, and DK. Um, no, I, I mean, this next group is pretty, pretty, uh, bunched together for me. Yeah. Uh, the one that I'm probably not as high on as, as other people are is, uh, T Higgins. Uh, okay. I don't think I'm in there. I didn't say it. Oh, name. I thought, I thought you did. My bad. No, um, no lamb. Okay. Yeah, right with you. Yeah. I'm in broad DK. Okay, right yeah, on. we have all the same guys. Yeah, we have all the same guys in there. Okay, cool. And I feel like you can shuffle them around a little bit depending on who you like there because they're all pretty similar as far as production goes. Yeah. Um obviously got the youth. Tyreek's the one that – the only one in there you might worry about aging out. Like, obviously, he said he's he's only going to play to, what, 30 and then retire? Who knows if that's actually true. It's, it's tough to turn down 20 or $25 million or whatever you could be making. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, cool. I mean, I, I, I think all of these players speak for themselves. So I don't really want to go into detail on why they're there. Why don't we just mm-hmm. move on to the next five? So 11, I have Judy, then, then T. Higgins at 12. Uh, Slim Reaper at 13. Diggs, 14. This is where we get into some of the older guys that are actually going to give you wide receiver one production, but only for the yeah. next year or two, right? I have Diggs. Devontae Adams, that rounds out the top 15, but I also have Cup at 16. Diggs, Adams at Cup are pretty pretty much a tier for me in their own, on their own. So uh, just say that again, Judy, 
Hig T. Higgins, Slim Reaper, Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Cup. So you, do you, I have Higgins at twelve? Do you think that's too high? No, I think that's about where where I have him, right around that range. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that I have significantly lower than you is uh, Judy, and I think I'm pretty high on Judy. You know, I love Judy. I am very high on Judy. But yeah, you're you're much 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 higher than I am on him. I, I have him, you know, down in the late teens. So yeah, I I see Judy as potentially Sean Payton and Russ, you know, Russ's wide receiver one. And if oh that, yeah, for sure. If that happens, he has the potential to be a, a fantasy wide receiver one. Yeah, I I just have a tough a really 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 tough time putting him ahead of uh you know your uh, uh Devonta Smiths and and. Uh, T. Higgins and guys like that who have – well, I guess T. Higgins is one of those guys that I'm – I don't know. Like, if you're telling me at cost which one I'd rather have, it's Judy. But mm-hmm. um, it's just Judy. Judy, with the injuries and the lack of consistency, he's going to at least have to show it once for me to put him up there and, and you know. I can understand that. It's ab- it's definitely a projection compared to the other two. Um, it's It's an aggressive ranking for sure. Yeah. The the reason I have him above Higgins and Slim Reaper is uh really just the, the competition that he doesn't have he's not competing with an alpha. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the other two guys are competing with top five dynasty wide receivers, whereas Cortland Sutton, you know what I mean? He's certainly yeah. an alpha, even though he could be good and productive in that offense, he's not gonna command targets the way the other guys do. You know what? AJ yep. Brown and Jamar Chase. That's the only reason. Yeah, I hear I- you, man. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah, I love Judy, and I, I hope he. I mean, I hope he does <laughs> end up in the uh, in a situation where he is he's a top twelve wide receiver this this season. That's going to be that would be fantastic because I have a ton of shares. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the argue the the others with you can't really argue with. I mean, it's maybe like one or two spots. You know, you know, guys shuffled around a little bit, but. You know, the general rankings, I think, are very similar with, with what I have. So. Okay, cool. So you have that same tier of Diggs, Adams, Devontae Adams, and Cup? Yes, yes. But the only the only one that I also throw – I kind of throw in in and out of that uh, group there is uh, Drake London for me. Okay. I have him two spots lower. So um, after Cup, it goes Ayuk, Drake London, JSN, and then – uh, Debo and Jema for me. Oh yeah, I have Ayuk way, 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 way lower. Really? Yeah. Wide receiver fifteen lower. last year. I understand it's the first year that he's been a wide receiver too, but he feels like he's ascending in that offense. Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things. Like the the context is there too. Debo only played thirteen games. Kittle was out for most of the season. You know, I mean, but don't we expect that to happen again? <laughs> no, I mean, and then the quarterbacks are not most of the season, but he missed some games and he was, you know, not as productive as he right, usually right. is what I mean. Uh, I, not, I didn't mean injured, but uh, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I expect Debo to have a less, you know, less of a role where he's, you know, running the ball and, and, and you know, maybe that keeps him healthy a little bit. Um, I don't know. I mean. I just don't think he's that good. So I, it's I, just tough yeah, for me. 
I do. I think he's a very, very good separator. I really just sort of like a small tier below this um, kind of Alave, Wilson, Devontae Smith, Judy type of player. Like not quite as elite at separating as those guys, but in the same sort of neighborhood. Yeah, I'm just when I'm looking at a receiver and in, in an offense and they don't have the quarterback stability, which you've mentioned several times, but with him, I think it's a little different for me because he, he, you're not, you can't lean on, you know, the, the amount of targets or the amount of receptions or, um, you know, the productivity in the offense. You're leaning on touchdowns and you have the quarterback uh, situation. So, and with other players being either, you know, out of commission or not up to their usual standard. So, I, I don't know. He's, he's just, he's, he's quite a bit tougher for me than, um, than uh, some other players that, that I've, I would probably put above him. I think he, for me, he's almost in the thirties. I think he's wow, maybe late twenties. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you've spoke to me a little bit. I'm, I'm definitely going to move him down. I think you've, you've, you've convinced me. Uh, it, it's especially with the quarterback situation. That is real sketchy. Now that I think about it. I, I didn't, yeah. I, I think I didn't con- consider that quite enough. I, I'm not a pretty believer. First of all, it's such a small sample size. And Lance, who the hell knows? He could be awful. You know, he, yeah. the only the only time we've ever seen him on the NFL field, uh, he was awful. So <laughs> there's a really good chance that that continues. I don't. Know. The the Niners don't seem to have a lot of confidence in him. So yeah, I, I really want to like Ayuk. I really do, but it's just the whole situation just seems so. Yeah. All right. Random. For now, I am going to move him below. I'm going to move him down to 22 below Christian. And I might move him lower. We'll see. All right. So, uh, London, you said you already have. All right. So, that puts London at 17 right below Cup. So, I, I guess we're in lockstep. Are you Are you there with JSN, Debo, and JMO? I have JSN a little bit lower. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Jameson Williams, I have around there. Um, did you already say Devonta Adams? Yes, he's up okay. with Diggs and Cup. Okay, yeah, I have I have him in that in that area too, um, and then the one that I kind of throw in there um, that I think a lot of people probably don't is uh, Christian Watson. Really? Yep. I have him thirty-five. Yeah, I, I think you're him. you're probably lower than consensus, and I'm probably higher than consensus. Yeah, probably. I just uh, I, I'm very leery of him I, we talked about him last week a little bit like you know yeah. my i i've been saying this a lot or maybe i should stop saying it so much but i'm i'm, I'm just worried that last year was a christian was a a, a claypool year you know a chase claypool. Yeah. Uh, it, it, i could be 100 percent wrong there are no straight lines that you can draw between players but uh he just concerns me um i do want to talk about jmo a little bit his value has been dipping lately. Uh, I think people are just sort of fed up with um, him not being on the field. Ha- yeah. Has it dipped for you at all? Or is it, Or I mean, obviously he's still the same player he was at Alabama. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just about, it, if you're rebuilding and you're getting rid of Jamison Williams because he hasn't played yet, right? Mm. What are you, like, what are you doing? You know, like you drafted him because you like the player, or you or you acquired him because you like the player, 
uh, and you're not trying to compete. So it doesn't matter. Sure. You know, like he, he's an elite player with elite draft capital, um, you know, in a high volume passing offense or what should gets, be a high volume passing offense. Absolutely. It gets a little stickier, though, when you are competing. So what do you do? With yeah. That? When you are competing, yes. Then that's that's when, you know, you should be, you know, maybe, yeah, trying to try not move him for, you know, a prospect that's going to see the field sooner. Yeah. But, uh, you know, even in even in that case, if you're comfortable with your roster and you're saying, OK, I can compete without this guy. And maybe by the time playoffs runs around is when I, I have the chance to slot him in um, because he should he should be, you know, uh, I guess rolling by then. I think that's fine, too. I, I just don't think you need to, uh, you know, make any rash decisions based yeah. off of, a, you know, betting suspension, which I mean, there's been athletic, uh, you know, the athletic uh, publication. They released an article talking about, uh, you know, interviewing random players about the betting policy and, and almost nobody that they spoke to knew about this policy. Where, you know, you couldn't gamble on other stuff in the facility. Because yeah, you can do it away from the facility. Like, it's a very weird kind of thing. But they were like, yeah, I mean, they they go over this stuff, but they go over it on top of, like, a million other things. Mm. And it's very quick, and it all blends together at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, it, se- it seemed like um, they were genu- genuinely surprised and didn't know that they were breaking. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think it's, like, a behavior thing, which, you know, that's a check for me. Um like as far as you know, I don't think he has like a, a habitual problem or anything like that, or doesn't seem like it at the moment. And you know, he was just hurt, and we yeah. knew that coming in as a rookie. So it is what it is. See, if you can acquire is, him cheap, then that's that's where I'm at. And this is where I was with Tua a couple years ago. He was yeah. the same guy, you know. Just because he hadn't played didn't make him any different, right? It took Tua a while to get on the field, but once he did, and once they gave him the the, the weapons, he took to that system and he took to the NFL great. Um, mm-hmm. Perfectly. I mean, look at a guy like Lamb, right, who struggled for a long time compared to expectation. Yeah. Right? And sure. people were, people were you know, at one point trading him uh, for, you know, value of, like, wide receiver, you know, 14, you know, 13, 14. Now he's, I think, consensus probably wide receiver three. So, I mean – some guys, you when you just know that they're talented players, just you know, give them the benefit of the doubt and wait on them a little bit. Yeah. So, perfect example. Uh, we're in a league together, DWZ Patreon Two, where I am competing. I just finished my rebuild, basically. I mean, I still still have some building to do, but my my roster's ready to rock. And like, I had JMO as my he was my fourth wide receiver, but. I was kind of counting on him to to contribute at least early on, and I'm worried if AJ Brown or Garrett Wilson or Olave get hurt, I'm going to need a guy. Didn't have a lot of depth, so you and I and you're rebuilding in that league. You just took over an orphan and are tearing it down and building it back up. Mm-hmm. So we traded. I think it was James. I gave you JMO and Chig, and you gave me Judy and and Joe. Right. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I, I feel like that was a perfect trade that helps you, right? You're, you're tanking, so JMO's not going to be on the field for you. It helps you get I'm not. Hit. I'm not tanking. <laughs> not tanking, sorry. I'm rebuilding. strategically losing. Right, right, right. Taking a step back. But, it, you know, it helps you not score points. It also helps you, um, you know, get a player that you see as, as, as elite talent, 
right? Yeah. So do I, by the way. Um, I, I actually think JMO probably will have a better career when all is said and done than Judy, but yeah. it helps me because I, I need points. You know, I, I can't be waiting six games to get one of my what, what is supposed to be one of my star players. Um, and also, and same with Chig and Njoku. I don't know that Chig is ever going to turn into anything. I've already seen Njoku be elite, at least for a stretch, with with Deshaun Watson last year. Um, and he's, you know, he's a backup. He's my third tight end, so it's not like I have to count on him. Uh, yeah. I, I just thought it. I, I just thought it worked really well for both of us. Uh, I also, I would suggest. By the way, I don't really believe in Chig all that much, but his value, see, his value to me is inflated right now. We'll get to that when we get mm-hmm. to tight ends. But my suggestion to you would be to trade him while his value is high. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, tight ends, tight ends aren't, uh, you know, it's it's hard to bank on them working out. So I, that's that's my game plan as well. Yeah, right on. Not to blow you up <laughs> if any of those, anybody in that league's listening. Yeah, no. I know. Uh, <laughs> all right, so after that, I've got Christian Kirk, Hollywood, Deontay Johnson, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. And this is where it gets real jumbled for me. Wow. Any of these, any really any of the next 10 or 15 players could be interchangeable. Yeah, I have I have several players uh, above them at the moment. Okay. Give me your um, next one. So it's hard because we're we're not in quite the same order. Okay. But uh, I have Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay. Um then I have uh, Addison, then Pittman, um, then Burks, then DJ Moore, then Debo. Okay. DJ Moore is the highest I had. Well, Debo, obviously, I've already said it. Night, night. Yeah. But I think I'm going to move him down as well. It's the same reason I moved I, I up down. Um, I have, yeah, I have DJ Moore, probably highest. Yeah, definitely highest out of all those guys at 28. Uh, Pittman I have down at 33 because I don't like the fit with the quarterback at all. Mm-hmm. Um, unless Gardner Minshew is going to play for a while. I think he's probably, it's weird to say, but he's probably better for Pittman's game, at least in the beginning, um, than Anthony Richardson. But I'm just... I need to see that before I before I believe in it. Um, Addison, I you know I love Addison, but I really loved Pickens and Dotson and Christian Watson. I have all above him. They, I, I like those guys as prospects as well, and I haven't seen anything out of Addison, so I can't I can't put him above those guys personally because I didn't really think he was that much of a better prospect. Did you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. At one time, at one point, you had him as your wide receiver one in this class. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I well, yeah. My my top two were uh, Addison and Flowers. So, um, yeah, that tells you everything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But uh, yeah, I, I completely forgot about Dotson. I would also throw him in there too for me. Um, I'm really, really, really high on Dotson. I, I think I'd rather have Christian Watson just because I think. I believe in the quarterback situation a little bit more. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, but I really, really like Dotson as a player. As if, if in a vacuum, I, I like Dotson better than Watson. I, I'm really, really high on Dotson. I think he's a really good player. So it sounds like you're kind of you're really penalizing veterans and really, really um, emphasizing youth. So like you're you're not really putting much value in if healthy, guaranteed points out of people like Keenan Allen. Um, Mike Williams, Godwin. Uh, no, I'm, I'm all those, all of those guys. Like mm-hmm. you can just get them so cheap. So okay, it's not. There's no need to push them up, right? Like you can, they can just be had for almost nothing. Gotcha. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen, you can get them for a second. You know. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's that's a steal. Um, you know, Mike really Williams, the same thing. Like during the draft, I'm sure if you offered. You know, a bunch of people at 205, 206, they're taking a 205, 206 over, over Mike Williams, which is crazy to say, but, you know. Yeah, it's true, it's, it's what it is. Yeah. Um, all right, so what about Calvin Ridley? What kind? Of, what do you expect out of him this year? Uh, Calvin Ridley, yeah. So he's tough for me. He's, like, almost an admission uh, because I really, I really, really like him, and I think he's going to be really good. Um but man, is it hard for me to buy him? And I think it's because I have him everywhere. So it's like, you know, I, I acquired him for basically nothing when everybody was just trading him for thirds and, you know, uh, yeah. pennies, right? So it was getting him for next to nothing, holding him. And now I have him in all these leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just feel no need to acquire him. So I haven't really thought about it much, but I have, I have really high expectations for him. Right on. Yeah. I, I have kind of same. You know, I, I actually had quite a few shares before he went down or went out uh, and then acquired more. Got to the point where, like, I was saturated with him, so I, I traded one or two. Yeah. Uh, but for good value. You know, I, one was for Jordan Love this offseason. I thought that was yeah, uh, a good value. Yeah. Um, all right. So, actually, I, I think I want to cut off wide receivers here and maybe we'll pick it up again next week. Cause I do want to get the tight ends this week. Yeah. Let's do just it. completely omit them. All right. So there really is no consensus at, at the tight, top of tight end. I've heard a lot of people say that you're crazy. If you have pits there, you should have Kelsey at one. Um, I have Andrews at one. Okay. I've had other people. the Memphis Memphis says that Mandrews is absolutely the, the tight end one. If you have anybody else, you're doing it wrong. I personally still believe in Pitts. I still think that he's as elite as he was when he was drafted. Um, the fact that he took a, a sophomore step back doesn't concern me at all, especially especially with the quarterback play that he's had. The fact that he got a thousand yards out of Matt Ryan in his rookie year, nuts. That's that's bananas to me. Yeah. So I I can't move him down. He's still he's still the only truly elite you young asset at tight end in my opinion. Um, do you have him at two? Uh, yes, I have him at two, and then Kelsey at three. I have Kelsey this at is, two. This is like where rankings don't really matter, right? Like, right. I mean, it's all based on very specific scenarios. Like, is there a scenario where I have Kelsey one? Of course. Is there a scenario where I have Pitts one? Of course. You know, is there a scenario where I'm just like, okay, I have Andrews, and I'm just, you know, somebody offered me Kelsey. Even if I'm competing, I'm like, Mm, no, I'm all right. Yeah. You know, like 
it's they're just so different at where they are in each each one of their careers that there's yeah. a specific scenario where yeah they're probably the number one tight end for you. I have Man- Manju's third. I yes, absolutely, I understand that. Um, and and r- really, that should be a caveat with all of our rankings. Is the way I do it. Like everybody does rankings differently. Uh, the way yeah. I do it is, would I rather have this player or the player below him? You know, yeah. and I, I go down the list that way. Who would I rather have? Yeah. Um, you know, but every like you said, every team is different. I think if you offered me Pitts for Kelsey, I'd do it in almost every team. Even if I was a, a heavy, heavy contender, I still think I'd do it just for the overall health of long term health of my team. I think I think I think that you think you would. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a, a, a very, 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 very uh, high buy in league. And I have Kelsey on my roster and there's literally not one player that I would trade Kelsey for. Wow. Because other than a quarterback. No, not one player that oh. I would trade Kelsey for at the moment because it's 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 a point it's a I mean it's a point seven five premium uh, tight end league, uh-huh. and like Kelsey, if you have a decent quarterback situation, Kelsey is a third quarterback. You know, he's a third super flex spot basically, almost guaranteed, and it's been that way for you know what six years in a row. So I mean, it's like you know. Uh, it's a lot of money on the line. So, I mean, if you're in a league where, yeah, there's a lot on the line, maybe it's different in a, you know, $50 buy-in league or $100 buy-in league where you're like, you know, yeah, I can, I can, I can eat that cost and rebuild for a couple of years, but I don't want to rebuild in a super high buy-in league, you know? Yeah. I want to, I want to win and have that pay for my future year. So, man, it's, it's hard. Kelsey is what Kelsey has managed to do at the tight end position is absolutely insane and it's impossible to let that go um if you think you know you have a shot at winning a lot of money this year um it's been longer than six years hasn't it it's been tight end one 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 two one wow how many how many was that seven eight yeah yeah it's nuts six seven eight yeah eight years so with Mandrews, I knock him down a little bit because just without Lamar in there last year, it was ugly. Even with Lamar in there last year, it wasn't quite what we had seen, right? I'm worried that he's he was maybe a little dependent on the scheme. They brought in other weapons. There's a new offensive coordinator. We don't know that Lamar is going to be in there for 17 games. There's just a little bit. Of, of that uncertainty for me that bumps him down just to three, not very far. You know, I'm not getting hot takey on it, but just a little, right? Um, and then after that, I have Hawk four, Kittle five, and then this is a no-brainer to me, but seems to be controversial, um, Goddard at six, and then to your break. So you think, you think Todd Monken is a negative for Andrews? I don't think he's a negative for Andrews. I just think it's something we haven't seen yet, and we don't know that he's going to command the same target share. Man, I I inflate Andrews' price because of Monken. I think okay. it's going to be a much, much higher passing uh, volume offense. I think that Monken will do whatever his weapons dictate. That seems to be his M.O. And yeah. um, Andrews probably is the best weapon in that offense outside – like, well, maybe not with Odell, 
Um, we'll see what we'll, we'll no, see what else has left. Andrews is a better player than Odell any day of the week. Wow. Yeah. That, that's all right. So uh, you have Hawk next, or I mean, one one is one is a top three player at his position, and one hasn't played for. You know, I hear you, but when you're talking about raw talent, if they're both healthy and on the field, who commands more targets? Andrews. If, if Odell is at the top of his game, he was the nastiest. But Odell hasn't been at the top of his game. I hear. You. I mean, that's like saying that's like saying you know Arnold Schwarzenegger is the best bodybuilder in the world. Like, yeah, that was that was the case. Like, <laughs> is it know, really? twenty five years ago. 30 years ago, you know. You heard it here, folks. Odell Beckham is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of wide receivers. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm a big Odell fan. You know, I'm a I know Giants fan. I love Odell Beckham. But, I mean, come on. Like, what are we doing? I mean. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's an easy name. Hawk or Kittle? Uh, even for me. Okay. If, I if, I, if I'm trying Kittle. to get younger, then I would take Hawk. But, you know. I have a really hard time rostering Kittle at all because of his price, what you can get for him, and the return that you get, right? I have zero confidence that that guy's going to be healthy when I need him in the playoffs, right? So I I just can't – on a team that is trying to compete, if he's my number one tight end, man, I I can't resign my – like I I have to resign myself to – I probably won't have him and I better have a really good backup. Right, so to me that that's it's just really hard for me to roster Kittle. And then if I'm rebuilding, then what the fuck do I want that old asshole on my team for? Excuse the yeah. language. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. I hear you. So, Goddard next, or do you have someone else? Uh, I have Goddard at four. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Finally, somebody speaking my language. The only reason I don't have Goddard up there is because he just hasn't put up that season yet. It's still a projection. So, I mean, if he stays healthy, big if for 17 games. If he commands targets, big if in that offense, he should be a, you know, he should be a top five tight end. Yeah. Because we haven't seen it, either one of those happen, bump him down a little bit. Although he was, he was on an elite pace before he got hurt last year. Well, and and the only reason that I mean, you look at his last two years, right? And the only thing he's really missing is uh, one, staying healthy for a full season, which he hasn't been able to do, right? Right, uh, and that's probably what the last three years or something. But really, it's the touchdowns, right? Like he just yeah. needs more touchdowns. If he scores more touchdowns, he will be a top three, four tight end. It's a um, very, it's a very small sample size as well. Without hurts, it's only been about yeah. a year and a half. But he's just—he's never been a player that scored a lot of touchdowns, and that's always held him back. Sure. Um, so even even like this past year and the year before, where you know the rest of his like his targets look good, uh, you know his his uh, catches, a dot yardage. Yeah, all. yeah. All of his advanced metrics look great, and it's just you know he's not been able to get in the end zone, and you would like to think that maybe that you know that comes, but uh, feels fluky to me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's got to happen eventually, right? Like, he's got to yeah. get some eventually. All right, so after that, um, after Goddard, I have Engram, seven. I know that's a little aggressive, but I think he's a really good fit in that offense. Uh, uh, Pat Fryermuth after that, Dulcich, nine. And rounding out the top ten, I have Njoku. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm aggressive on him. I mean, it's just 
showed, like I said, had an elite stretch with Watson. I guess we can't count on him to be healthy, but uh, I love him as, I mean, I have him ranked as a tight end one, but I really love him as my backup tight end. Yeah, no, I, 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 I have no issue with that. The only one that I'm, um, it's actually an omission that okay. is striking me a little bit, and that's Dalton Kincaid. I have Dalton Kincaid as tight end seven. I have him next at 11. Okay. Um, so I, could see I have seven. him just find Hawkinson ahead of Friar move for me. I could see seven. Absolutely. I have a hard time. I have a hard time doing that without seeing it. I mean, I still have him ranked as a, as a tight end one without seeing it. But, you know, with the draft capital and the apparent lack of target competition and elite quarterback, elite offense, yeah, absolutely, I can see it. And him basically being a wide receiver. I mean, he's yes. a wide receiver. I mean, it's it's no different than if you went and, you know, found a first-round wide receiver and stuck a tight end designation on him. Like, he's a wide receiver. He's not it's a, a, bit, of, it's a bit of a cheat. Yeah, yeah, they've already come out and stated it. He's he's basically Pitts, right? Like, I mean, not as talented yeah. as Pitts, but he's it's the same kind of thing. He's a wide receiver. He's just playing tight end. Yeah. Right on. All right, well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut this off because I have an engagement. I have a hard stop at um, – well, it's noon for us on podcast. It's whatever time you're listening to us. Um, pick this up next week, kind of go into these – our our next kind of, um, I guess – 25 through whatever on wide receiver and uh, 10 through 20 on tight end. Do you want to do that? Yep. Uh, let me just throw in one tight end that I have in my top 10 that you don't. Absolutely. Darren Waller. Okay. Um, I can see that. I, obviously, I, I have questions about whether he can stay healthy or not. But yeah, if, if he thing. Yeah, if he can, he should command targets in that offense. But if you, if you can get a guy at, t- at like bottom tight end, you know, 10 prices where like you, you can get him as the tight end 10, 11, 12 in value. Like he's one of the only guys capable of, if he stays healthy, giving you a tight end one season. Agreed. All right. All right. So I think this is a good episode. Kind of, we, we kind of gave our opening ideas on our rankings. And then next week we're really going to dig in deep. All so right. Right on. All right, thanks for joining us, guys. We are Dynasty War Games, part of the Dynasty War Zone Network. We really appreciate you listening to us. Dynasty, Dynasty War Zone is part of the Player Profile Network. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be coming to you on Sundays live, and then whenever Memphis puts it out on podcast. Uh, but look for us, uh, like and subscribe. If you subscribe to DWZ, you'll get our uh, podcast on their feed every week. Thanks for joining us, and we are out. Later. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow. That's called a winning streak.